When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, seventh period American government and civics. Uh, this is the review for your legislative branch test, which is going to be Thursday the 4th. Uh, you can log in during our class seventh period, uh, or if you want to take it after school, or if you want to take it during your advice, but you can go ahead and do that whenever. Just get it taken. Um, so you have the study guide. Uh, I gave that to you on our digital day and asked you to work on it. Uh, so that we can go over some things, then potentially play uh, you know, a review game or something like that on Wednesday. So that's kind of where we're at. Um, <clears throat> so we haven't gone over the answer, all the answers to this thing yet. So I would have out the study guide so that you can take a look at it as we go along. Uh, and you can type in, you know, make sure you get the answers correct uh, as we go. And I think this will be really super helpful for your test. All right. So let's get going. What are the limits? on re-election for members of the House and the Senate. All right, so for the House, there's none, and for the Senate, there is none. <clears throat> um, they can, excuse me, <clears throat> very sorry. Uh, so they can be re-elected as many times as you do. All right, the argument, so people thought say they need to have term limits all the time. The argument that congressmen and people that are not, a, not for term limits always give is, if you don't like someone, just don't elect them. And so that that would be the term limits would be the the to not elect. <clears throat> All right. How does the filibuster end? The next one there. Uh, we talked about this very early on in this unit. So if you don't remember it, uh, that might be why. Uh, first off, what is a filibuster? OK, this is the Senate and it's the Senate only. There is no filibuster in the House. OK, uh, on the Senate side, the filibuster is when you want to delay action on a bill. OK, uh, sometimes you might see it as, hey, we're going to try and kill a bill. Um, the filibuster is going to be done by the minority party who's trying to block something. All right. So what you do is since the Senate allows you to talk and debate an issue as much as you want to, you get up there when it's your time and you talk 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 and you try and just push back uh, other things. Because remember, the House and the Senate both, you know, they're they're working on hundreds of pieces of legislation each session. And if you delay two, three, four, five days, potentially, you've pushed back on all that other stuff that might not get done. So you're hoping to force the majority party to eventually uh, kind of relent and make some changes or, or kill it altogether. All right. So that's what a filibuster is. So how does a filibuster end? Well, the minority party could eventually kind of give up or there could be something called a cloture, C-L-O. T-U-R-E, a cloture vote. A cloture vote just is a motion. Hey, we're going to vote to end debate. All right. So if you, I, I'm, I'm talking, 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 and you're like, I've heard enough of this guy. I make a motion for cloture. We would stop debate and we would have a vote. If enough people say yes, then we would uh, just vote on the issue. Okay. So a cloture vote ends debate and you go right to voting on the issue. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Next one is if the vice president is absent from a Senate session, who is the presiding officer of the Senate? So remember, the vice president is the actual official president of the Senate, but they are never there. So who's kind of in charge running the Senate? That is the president pro tempore. All right. Or this is why I want to be the vice president one day, because they don't do their one constitutional job. Now, our current vice president. Kamala Harris is going to have to do a little more work because she's the tie-breaking vote and the Senate right now is split 50-50. So there's probably quite a few ties uh, in there. All right, next one. If you're a lobbyist, what is considered to be your most powerful tool? All right, and that is the ability to raise and distribute funds to political officials and candidates. So a lobbyist is going to work towards getting congressmen to do certain things to a bill or a law. And one of the things they do is they will contribute a great deal of money to these people, to the, the, the congressman's uh, re-election funds. Okay. Uh, sounds like a bribe, but it's all legal. All right. Uh, how long is the term of office for a senator? That is six years. They serve six-year terms, so that is a senator serves six-year terms. A two-thirds vote of each House of Congress is required to do what? Uh, and that would be to override a president's veto. So if Congress passes a bill, the president gets it and vetoes it, they can take it back and they can say two thirds of both of them uh, to override the veto. Uh, it doesn't happen as often as we would think just because the two thirds number is pretty difficult. Uh, and a lot of this will vary uh, depending upon how popular the president is. OK, the president is super popular. Congress is not going to go against uh, what kind of the people are saying, hey, we like this president and we agree that he he should veto. If the president is unpopular then they'll override vetoes a little more often. All righty. Uh, the House of Representatives, who introduces bill? Any member of the House. Okay, so if you're part of that 435, uh, you can introduce a bill. <clears throat> what is true in both houses about standing committees? So we did this a while back as well. A lot of this stuff was early on. This was a pretty long unit. So just, you know, yeah, you might need to kind of search your brains a little bit uh, for some of this stuff. Uh, so what's true about standing committees? Well, uh, they are headed by members chosen on the basis of seniority. So typically, uh, you know, if I got elected, <clears throat> I would not go to a committee that I was placed on. And be like, hey, I'm going to be the, the chairperson. Uh, it's usually going to be the people who have served uh, and been in the House and on that committee for a while. So the seniority system. Uh, what is the term for a person who tries to influence legislation on behalf of a special interest group? That's a lobbyist. We just talked about them earlier. So a lobbyist. Uh, which institution has the responsibility of confirming or rejecting presidential appointees and treaties? That's the Senate, right? And this is very specific. You can't say Congress. You can't say House and Senate. It is only the Senate. Only the Senate is going to uh, confirm uh, appointees and treaties. And the Senate is working right now on some of Biden's uh, appointees. You know, he, he just got into office uh, back in January. He appointed a lot of people to these cabinet positions, and now they're working through them to confirm them. Uh, what is the purpose of a public hearing? Uh, remember, we said that uh, Congress will sometimes listen to uh, people outside of Congress. And so they'll bring in experts uh, to give talks. I shouldn't say talks to answer questions about bills and laws and things like that. Um, so let's say it's a, an agriculture bill. Right. And, and the congressmen, maybe they're on this agriculture committee, but they're not farmers and things like that. So maybe they call in an expert. You know, someone who is a farmer to come in and talk and discuss uh, the issues of the bill. 
How long is the term for a member of the House? That's two years. So they serve two year terms and they run every two years. Who presides over the House of Representatives? That is the Speaker of the House. Remember, that is the most powerful position in all of Congress. Uh, but specifically, they run the House. OK, when I say the most powerful position in Congress, only because they have more power uh, over the House than the presiding officers do over the Senate. <clears throat> what are the differences between the House of Reps and the Senate? Well, the House has the power to elect the president in the event of a tie, and the Senate has the power to remove officials from office on impeachment charges. So the House uh, has the power to elect the president if there's ever a tie in the Electoral College, and the Senate can remove officials uh, after they've been impeached. Okay, um, There's a couple other differences, but for our test purposes, just keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, what happens after a bill is introduced in the legislative branch? Well, it goes to a committee. Remember, we talked about this, those standing committees. Every bill that's introduced will go to one of the standing committees and they will discuss it. They will have hearings on it, <clears throat> potentially make changes to it, uh, all kinds of things. What type of power is possessed by Congress? Uh, one of the big ones is they have the power to declare war. All right. Uh, what are the duties of a member of Congress? Well, three things you need to know. Okay, they legislate. So this is the writing of the laws. Uh, they serve on committees. This is where they uh, become experts in a field and they will you know, help with legislation that comes to those committees. And then they represent their constituents and constituents. Remember, are me and you. So they're going to represent us. All right. Uh, where does Congress do most of its work? Well, in those committees. Remember, we talked about this. It's like group work. Okay, there's 435 House members. There's 100 senators. It'd be impossible for all 435 to sit down and work on one bill and get anything done. It'd be impossible for all 100 senators to sit down and work on a bill. So instead, let's break it up. Okay. Uh, this group will work on this, these pieces of legislation. This group will work on these pieces of legislation. So it's like group work in school sometimes in some, some way. Uh, what most likely occurs if the House and the Senate pass two different versions of the same bill? Remember, this is that conference committee. So the conference committee will come together. So the House and the Senate, one of the few times they will work together uh, in a committee, they will come together and they'll work out the differences. Let's say it's a spending thing. So the House wants to spend 20 million. The Senate wants to spend 40 million. So let's come together. Let's work out the differences. Let's just meet in the middle of 30 million. Now, it's not going to be that easy all the time, but you know that's what we're talking about. Uh, before the adoption of the 17th Amendment, <clears throat> who elected senators? OK, that'd be the state legislatures. So. Uh, prior to the 17th Amendment, back in uh, the early, late 1800s, early 1900s, I can't remember exactly the date of the 17th, I'm pretty sure it was the early 1900s, um, we did not get to elect our senators like we do today. So all those ads you heard about Raphael Warnock, David Perdue, um, John Ossoff, Kelly Leffler this past Christmas and, and winter break, um, you know, we wouldn't have heard those because there wouldn't have been a runoff. Our state legislators would have just picked who they wanted to be our state senators. After the House has impeached a president, what must happen in order to remove that president from the office? The Senate has to convict by two thirds vote. So uh, it's a pretty big number. We've never had a president removed from office. Okay. Uh, you've seen two impeachment trials of Donald Trump, you know, and he has, he's not been removed from either one because the Senate could not get to that number to convict him. What is the meaning of the necessary and proper clause? Uh, this allows Congress to work outside of the Constitution. OK, as long as they are doing something that is a express power. So it is written into the Constitution. 
they can kind of stretch their powers a little bit uh, and do things that are outside uh, of that. All right. Uh, the Senate. Why is the Senate considered to be the upper house? Well, because it has stricter qualifications than the house. Okay. Remember, it's got to be 30. You got to be 30 years old versus 25. All right. Uh, you have to have been a citizen longer. All righty. Um, so that, that's the big thing. Um, there's typically more prestige behind a senator. You will typically see senators run for president. You will not see House members run for president very often. Okay. And then they serve longer terms or six years versus two years. Why did the framers of the Constitution set up a bicameral legislature? All right. Uh, the main reason, remember, goes back to Unit 1, and that was that uh, the Great Compromise, where we had the big states versus the little states. And so they uh, wanted to, to settle that conflict between those two. All right. And also the, the British had one, so we were kind of familiar with that. All righty. Uh, and then uh, we also wanted it to be kind of a check on each other. So if we have one house, one, one legislature, then uh, they can just do kind of whatever they wanted to. But if you have the House and the Senate and they got to pass the same exact bill, then they can check each other. And it kind of we run into a problem when it's divided. So when there's Republicans on one side and Democrats on the other and they don't work together, you know, we kind of run into some problems. But uh, it is a check so that they can't just send stuff through. When must congressional elections be held? Now, this is very specific, and it's a very specific answer on the test. So please listen to this. Uh, it is the Tuesday after the first Monday in November in even-numbered years. All right, so the Tuesday after the first Monday in November in even-numbered years. I know it's kind of weird to, to listen to, so write it down so that when you take your test, uh, you'll be sure to have uh, Who is the figurehead? <clears throat> For the party with the fewest members in either the House or the Senate. So basically, you know, who is going to help the minority party kind of uh, come up with strategies and things like that? That is the minority leader. All right. And that is an elected position within the House and the Senate. What's the purpose of a filibuster? We talked about this earlier in the podcast. Uh, remember, that is going to be you're the minority party in the Senate only, and you're going to try and delay uh, stop action on a bill. So you want to stop. Uh, the, the Senate for basically moving forward. Uh, who has the constitutional power to declare war? That is Congress and Congress only. The president cannot do that. He can have take some military actions for the most part uh, or some military actions, but he cannot declare war. If the Speaker of the House wanted to make sure the members of his political party were voting according to the wishes of the party, who might be asked to get the party members in line? And that is the majority whip. OK, because remember, the Speaker of the House comes from the majority party. And so you have to be specific here and be the majority whip, not the minority, but the majority whip. Uh, what would disqualify a person from representing Georgia in the Senate? All right. Uh, if they're not 30 years old, so remember you have to be 30 plus. OK, if you're not a resident of Georgia for a year, remember you have to establish residency. So you'd have to be in Georgia for you don't have to be from Georgia, but you have to live here for at least a year uh, and then not lived in Georgia for the last nine years. So you have to be a citizen. Uh, and that's I said I said that wrong. You have to be, be a citizen for nine years. OK. Uh, most of the legislative measures introduced in the House die at which step? That's the committee. Most bills don't make it past the committee. They just die there. OK. Uh, congressmen can just not talk about it, not discuss it. And they can vote unfavorably on it and they can just kill it. What is a conference committee? Well, we already talked about that. Remember, that's where there there is a bill that 
uh, is passed that has some differences, they will come together to work on it. Okay, sometimes it might be the final step if a bill like that is passed. Uh, what is the term for the assignment of congressional seats after each census? So that's reapportionment. We talked about this with gerrymandering, remember. So gerrymandering, this is where you will reapportion and then redistrict. Okay, but for this for this answer, you need to remember reapportionment. Uh, that's where we're going to, uh, like I think I told you that I thought Georgia would gain seats. We're at 14 now because I thought we were going to gain enough population, but it looks like other states will gain them instead. So once we once we get to that point, we'll see those numbers change a little bit. Uh, extended debate is allowed in the Senate only because it allows senators the senators to delay the passage of bills. What is this action called? This is the filibuster. We've talked about that a few times. And then why did the framers of the Constitution grant the House the power of the purse? Well, because they're supposed to be closer to the citizens. All right. They represent a smaller area. Remember, OK, uh, they represent a district versus the entire state. So they're supposed to be more in tune and closer to their constituents. All right, guys, there is the uh, review. If you have any questions, let me know. Remember, I'll take this for a little bit of extra credit on your test. So if you follow along and got the answers, uh, you're in great shape. All right, guys, y'all uh, have a great day and I'll see you later. Bye bye.